morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. I'm really liking having the coffee again. Today is, what is it? Looks up the calendar. It is, I was going to say it's Friday, but it's not, is it? It's Thursday. It's Thursday, June 6th. And um, I'm at home. I am not doing writer coffee today. I had every intention of doing writer coffee today. I finally got to a place on the revision where I'm feeling a little bit, um, what, not quite so in over my head, as it were. And I thought, okay, well, I could work for an hour and then go to writer coffee because I actually worked pretty well last time. And alas, <laughs> I broke one of my contact lenses this morning. Oh, so for those of you, I, I was chatting with my friend Kelly Robson, and she's like, how do you break a contact lens? It's like, well, I have the um, rigid, semi-soft, rigid, oxygen-permeable lenses, um, not soft. And to be fair, mine were getting old. I haven't been to the eye doctor in nearly two years because I was procrastinating going since I no longer have eye insurance and <laughs> I was rinsing off the contact my left one I'd already put in the right one I was rinsing off the left one and my um, sink drain stopper thing didn't quite seal I knew the water was draining out and the lens slipped from my fingers and I was like oh shit I don't want it to go down the drain and so I reached for it and it had become wedged in the edge of the, you know, like between the stopper and the rim. And it just snapped right in half. Um, nice little jagged broken edges. Let's see. Jackson's being good. We had a major jailbreak yesterday. Oh, he is being good. Okay. So, uh... To be fair, that was the whole thing about being fair. Sorry, I started to say that. Uh, the Because I hadn't been in so long, you know, they do get kind of fragile over time. They do start to wear a little thin, and so they break much more easily like that. The fact that it's it shouldn't have been quite <laughs> that fragile. So that was a sign that I need to go. So I was thinking at first, well, maybe I could go to Ryder Coffee and then go there and all of that, go to the eye doctor, but they don't open until 8, and it's still a quarter to 8 here. So I thought, well, probably better just to wait for them to call me back. I left a voicemail and see if I can get in there today, see if I can get a, a lunar lens or at least get another on the way. So... We'll just see. We'll just see. That's annoying, but um, not the worst possible timing. It could have been, you know, at least I'm not headed out of town. Um, I am sadly having to wear my glasses. I put in an old lens, um, and it'll work. I can use those for driving, but it's not good for working on the computer. So I'm glasses woman for being writer and David said I look very studious so for what that's worth <laughs> uh, 
I do have a very old uh, inhibition. Inhibition, is that the right word? I don't know. We can keep going and see if I come up with a better one, which is exactly how I write. I have a, a very old, bad feeling about wearing glasses. Um, I only ever wore glasses full-time in about fifth grade when my vision first started to go bad. I'm terribly, terribly nearsighted. Um, I might, to the point where I'm probably legally blind without correction, <laughs> uh, just like my dear mother, um, we're a nearsighted lot. My dad, being an Air Force fighter pilot, um, had perfect vision, better than he was had better than 2020 vision and my mom was extraordinarily hopeful that I would inherit his vision so around fifth grade when I started telling her that I couldn't see the blackboard uh, she kept telling me that yes I could <laughs> yes you can yes you can but I really couldn't and so she took me to her eye doctor and I wore glasses for a year and it was really funny because I remember we, um, I think this is an accurate memory, Mom. You can correct me. But I remember we went to, I don't, it could be a conflation of a couple memories. But we went to eat lunch or, I don't, late lunch maybe, at um, that restaurant that was at the top of Newsteaders down in Cherry Creek. Uh, on that top floor, the building that then became Tattered Cover. It is still Tattered Cover now, I think, but was Newsteaders back then. Was Newsteaders through most of high school because we bought my um, senior prom dress there. Anyway, uh, we went to lunch and we went to a movie. And I don't remember what movie, but I remember being... So excited at how clear the movie was that I could like see everything in the movie. It was one of those things where I hadn't been aware of how little I was seeing. So after like a year with glasses, and I, I think we just sort of, I remember it as uh, seeing if I could be responsible with glasses, which I was because I was always a terribly responsible child. And then I got contact lenses like a year later. By sixth grade, I think I was wearing contact lenses, and I've worn lenses all my life. No, I don't want to get LASIK. Um, I have considered it. I talked to my eye doctor about it. Uh, there's a few things. Um, the thing about LASIK is everybody I know who's had it, and I guess this is statistically true, is that your eyes start going bad again after a while. And... And once you have the LASIK, then so you have to keep having it. And you can't go back to wearing contact lenses. And I'm like the ideal contact lens wearer. So <clears throat> it works just fine for me to wear lenses. The only time I trip is something like this. But I knew that they were starting to get bad because um, my eyes were getting irritated more lately. So I'd already been thinking, oh, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and go do this. So here we are. The saga of being able to see. And here comes David back from the store. Went to get us things this morning. So the revision is going better now. I have passed the halfway mark on the fiery citadel. 
Um, I've finally gotten everything laid in into those earlier scenes. And as I hoped, um, the last couple of hours yesterday that I spent um, went much faster. I've now officially added over 10,000 words, something like 40 pages, <laughs> which is fine because it was a little bit short to begin with. I don't know if I've mentioned that. My contract says 90 to 100,000 words, and when I turned it into Editor Jenny, it was at like 80,000 odd. And I told her if you see places for me to add, and she took that suggestion with gusto. <laughs> All kinds of things she wanted me to add. So now she's, I've added most of the major stuff, and then I have to um, add more things in two places at the end. So I'll slow down a bit on those because I'm adding, but right now I'm at the part which should go pretty fast. So maybe I can get through a bunch of pages today, and um, it's flowing pretty well. I Mostly all I'm hitting now is stuff that, we already talked about my right? conversations we already had. The only thing I'm not certain about is there's a little bit more sturm, sturm and drum between the hero and heroine in the early part of the book. And I, I'm, I might have to look today and see if there's emotional hinge is really there for a change. I think it is, but I might review that to begin with today and see what comes out. And then I hope to hit yin yoga this afternoon. And my neck's a little stiff, probably from all of my laboring, laboring over the keyboard. And on a totally frivolous note, I went and got my nails done yesterday. I will post a photo of them because I know you guys care. Um, but I've been experimenting lately since I'm just sort of pretty much at home and I don't have any particular theme that I'm going with. I've been experimenting with colors that I don't normally choose just to, I don't know, broaden my horizons, broaden my uh, color scheme. So the sort of that mint green with the glitter I had last time, I always want to say glitter like uh my manicurist Ruby does because she's got that Spanish, Hispanic, Mexican accent. And so she always says glitter, glitter. It sounds prettier, right? Than glitter. <laughs> glitter. You have the glitter nails. Uh, I really, I was surprised how much I liked that very pale green with the glitter. It made me happy. It's a good summery color because I'm starting to get some tan. So this time I went with kind of a, a blue, a, a blue-gray. It came out more gray than I expected. Sort of depends on the light. And then put a, a very fine green blue glitter over the top. And so it's a little bit grayish, but it's got, I don't know, it's like a, a gentle sea color. And Ruby said it looks like mermaid nails. And they do kind of look like mermaid nails. So I'm very pleased with them. A lot of pleasure for <laughs> a silly thing. Uh, what else? What else do I have to tell you guys? Maybe not much. You know, we watched that Netflix movie, Always Be My Maybe. 
last night, which a lot of the romancy people have been talking about. I know Agent Sarah was tweeting about really liking it, and a couple people in the Sephora Slack were talking about enjoying it. So when David was looking at movies, we, I said, oh, I've heard that one's funny, and it's good. And it was funny. I um I did fall asleep before the end. This time it was me who crashed out. Although David may have been asleep too, I can't always tell. But I I did fall asleep and woke up um, at about nine with half an hour to go. I don't think I was asleep that long, but I was just like, okay, I cannot keep my eyes open any longer. Uh, and then I had to get the dishwasher started. So you know, waking up at five thirty, go to sleep at nine thirty. That's about right. But I, I think, um, I don't know, I didn't love it. I didn't find the, maybe that's me, because I didn't find the love affair compelling. And part of that for me is, um, well, one, it was more of a comedy. Um, so they weren't really going for the full emotional impact. But, and Keanu Reeves is hysterical. I mean, that whole bit with Keanu Reeves is, is awesome and wonderful. It's probably worth watching just for that. Um, but I don't really like the, we were childhood sweethearts and grew up and now we get back together again, which is not a spoiler because that's like in the, the premise. <laughs> that's like, this is the story. Childhood sweethearts grow up and get back together. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's this whole thing about that. The, this idea that the things we do as children, as young people, are that they're somehow purer of motivation than things we take up later. Um, that somehow the childhood sweetheart is the true love. Um, one of the yoga teachers at the place I go to, her bio says that she started doing yoga when she was 12, and she hasn't stopped since. And writers, writers are terrible. I, you know, I know I've complained about this, but one of my least favorite things in a writer's bio is when they say something like, you know, Susie has been writing stories since she could pick up a crayon. Her, you know, her first story was about a pony and all this. And it, it I just, um, <laughs> you know, all kids write stories. That's probably you could find. Every single person you went to would say, oh, yeah, that they wrote a story when they were a kid. I mean, we were made to write stories in school. Um, you know, it doesn't, it's not meaningful that, you know, just because you've been doing something that since you were a kid. You know, like if you've been doing yoga since you were 12, I don't know, maybe you like have it ingrained into your body but you know you could have been doing yoga badly since you were 12 you could have been doing it wrong <laughs> you could be you know doing it desultorily um certainly there is an innocent and lovely gestalt to our youthful love affairs i certainly remember my first love affair Guy I met when I was 15, I think, and became my first love and my first lover. And sure, that love has a wonderful 
feeling to it because it's so filled with the, you know, the hormones and the adolescent enthusiasm and the newness, the exciting newness of it all. Someone is pulling into our driveway. Delivery. Seems to be here. Yep, FedEx or something unusual for it to come so early in the morning. Ah, hello, ma'am. Good morning. How are you? We set that on the table right there. It'd be fine. Oh, kind of popped open, huh? Yes, it's for the pressure, but everything is. It's fine. Okay, great. Have a nice day. Thank you. This is our um, shipment from Thrive Market, which is like grass-fed meat. David wanted to get some of this stuff. Let's go tell him that it's here. Meat delivery. Okay, there's no rush. He's cooking breakfast. What a good man. So, who knows what I was saying. Oh, I was complaining about people saying stuff about when they're young. You know, and that whole, you know, the newness of the love affair. And I think that's part of it is people remember that joyfulness and energy of that first love affair and think that that somehow makes it more meaningful or more real. And I don't know. I just don't think that's true. I'm still friends with my first love. Cool. I don't know. I mentioned him on my blog occasionally, Kev. I don't know if he listens to this podcast. I think he doesn't. I think he likes to listen to music. <clears throat> but, um, you know, I don't think that we are, well, actually, I think we're not, you know, perfect mates. I don't think that, uh, you know, the things we turned out to want from life as adults were the same. Even though there's still a lot of affection between us, and I'm glad he's still my friend, uh, that was not the perfect love of my life. So, um, yeah, I think that that trope just doesn't work for me. I think it probably taps into a lot of that uh, internal longing and that remembered joy, youthful joy of the childhood sweetheart. But I, I don't find it believable as an adult love affair. Um, you know, especially when it's like, you know, the kid who is your next door neighbor. I mean, how random is that? You know, it's not like you chose this person or that this person somehow is the best for you to grow into being the person that you want to need to be. He said everything's in there, even though it kind of popped open. David's come out to look at the meat package. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's all I have to say. Wish me luck with getting a new contact lens today. You will hear the report tomorrow of where we stand, the the saga of my incredibly interesting life. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday Uh, coming up on the end of the week, right? And I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Take care.